Blog Talk Radio. episode of the Butterfly Evolution Show. Rodney, how are you tonight? Tammy, I am well. Uh, life is good. Um, how are you? I am well as well, and life is good as well. Yes, it is. <laughs> How's the weather there? Uh, it is, uh, shall I say, um, Hot as the devil's toenails. 
been wow. it has been very humid. It has been very humid here um, pretty much the entire day when I left uh, to go to um, to go to the school um, this morning. It actually felt really good outside, but by the time I left, oh my God, it was it was like suffocating out there. <laughs> um, we've had some. Uh, it's supposed to be a lot better tomorrow. We've had some thunderstorms like here and there the last you know few days um you know because of the because of the heat and the humidity how are you guys how's the weather there uh well it's been raining uh today a little bit yesterday as well and i think we're supposed to have some more but not too too bad not too too bad so um Okay. Needed it uh, probably a little bit for the grass and stuff like that, but it's again not bad. It's just you know it's just rain, so yeah, we can, we can deal with that. We can deal with that. So yeah, welcome again, everybody. Yeah, yeah, we need it. We need a little bit of it. So um, welcome to the show again, everyone. Thank you guys for tuning in with us tonight. We are changing and changing the game a little bit, like Rodney said last week. Whenever we decide to talk about anything dealing with uh, relationships, you know, dating, love, and things like that. It usually, you know, we get a few more listeners and a few more more feedback, I guess, than we typically would. And I think, Rodney, that has a lot to do with, um, you know, people people want relationship. It's kind of a natural thing. They need it. So it's interesting that being said, once they get it, what do they do with it? And tonight's topic is, is is spending too much time together bad for a relationship? So um, that's what we're going to be talking about tonight. Hope you guys will, will share your thoughts on it, uh, experiences, uh, your personal experiences, or someone else you know that you know that has dealt with it or had issues with it. So we'll get. I'll tell you, Rodney, what I think about it in just a minute here. But we want you guys to know that if you do have a question or comment, select the number one. We'll pull you in by providing the area code that you're calling from and then the last four digits. Please be ready with your comments and questions. Share your name if if uh, you so desire to. But if not, you can just tell us what you have to say. Uh, Rodney, you want to remind them about our trash can, baby? I do. I do. And after that, Tim, if you don't mind, I want to I wanna share something before we, uh, before we dive into um, tonight's uh, uh conversation uh for those of you guys who um who are listening for the first time or listening for the 100th time uh we like to encourage you guys to move your trash can uh to my good friend christine Wooten, who's been listening for two and a half months uh go ahead and move your trash can uh tammy i don't know if you saw it but she shared your uh, post on Facebook and encourage people to listen. And uh, I think she put up there, she still needs to move her trash can. So we will, when you get back to New Hampshire, move. I know there are a lot of trash cans in New Hampshire. Move one of them. <laughs> no, but seriously, we like to encourage you guys to uh, move your trash cans. Um, more so just so that you can see how many times um, you revisit its, old location um, and, and take a tally of it. Um, you know, we talk all the time, especially when we're talking about moving our trash cans. We talk all the time about um, how we get into habits and routines and we don't even realize um, 
you know, that we're doing it uh, because we're so used to doing it, uh, even down to just getting comfortable with where a trash can might be in our kitchen, outdoors, in our office, um, if you teach in your classroom. um, You know, we have trash cans all over the place. And even down to the gas station, now granted, you can't move the trash can at at the gas station, but we expect them to be like in that in that same little spot all the time. So when that happens, we don't need we, we get to a point where we don't even look to see if the trash can is still there uh, because we're so used to our trash cans being in the same spot. So we just toss the trash over there. Um, but move your trash can and see um, see how often you revisit its old location. And then when you do that, think about how often you do that in your life with other things. Um, this this is not what I what I um, was going to share, but I will add this too. Um, so, on my way to work, the way that uh, if there's no traffic, the way um, you know there's a certain way that I go or used to go. Um, you know, but then, the, you know, there was always like a pile up um, in this one because of this one little uh, this one little area. And so I found a quicker way. So I've been going that way for about the last year, maybe a little bit more, Tammy. And it's funny because I'm so used to going this new way because, you know, trying to avoid the traffic that now that I don't even have to go that way because there is no traffic, I always drive past the turn. And it was funny because this morning as I was driving, I was like, shoot, I did it again. Like, I don't have to take this this detour. <laughs> I can go the normal route because the quickest route, but I've gotten so used to um you know, taking this detour that now I, I can't even go the regular route. Like I always forget because I'm so used to going this one way. And I never think about it until after. If I'm like, shoot, I did it again. Um, <laughs> uh, but move your trash cans, guys, and, and see how often you do revisit its old location. Um, and don't be afraid to, uh, you know, let us know um, how that goes because, it may help Tammy and, and I. It may help another one of our listeners um, just to hear a different perspective. What I wanted to share, Tammy, before we got, huh? I was just saying I agree. Move those trash cans. <laughs> what I wanted to share, though, um, and it's interesting because it kind of ties into relationships, but it's it, it's something different. Um, so as we know, this past Sunday was Father's Day. And so this year, most years, except last year, I didn't see it last year, but I saw it a lot this year, and normally I see it a lot. So I saw a lot of posts about about single mothers, um, um, especially on uh, you know on social media this year, so a lot of posts about single mothers, um, about mothers who, you know, who had to do it all w- without any help, and you know whether it was somebody's mother, whether it was their sister, whether it was 
you know, a friend of theirs, uh, their daughter, whoever. Uh, you know, I saw this several times on Sunday, and here, here's what I want to say. No matter how awesome your mother is, she will always be your mother. She is never going to be your mother and father, even if she does it all by herself. Same thing goes for your daughter. Same thing goes for you if you are a single mom. We have to stop giving women a pass and not the men. I know that there are some trifling men out here. I know that there are some men who left their, I'm not going to say their, 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 their wives or their girlfriends because people break up all the time. But there are some trifling men who have left their children, um, you know, with nothing, didn't call them, barely called them, never helped the mom out, never paid child support. There are some trifling men out there. But you know what? There are some trifling women, too, and it never comes up on Mother's Day. There are never any asterisks on Mother's Day. We celebrate mothers. In fact, I mean, you see nothing but commercials and, um, you know, do this for mom. And, they're, you know, I mean, it's everywhere. And I think that's wonderful. But we need to do the same for men because it's because the same way the male species is um, is uh, full of sin and and has come up short. The female species has too. I think about it this way, Tammy. Um, if you watch sports, you know, or if you know anything about sports, or if you do, if you ever hear conversations about sports, particularly basketball, you will hear the name LeBron James. As good as LeBron James is, and he is in the conversation as being one of the greatest of all time, but as good as he is, you will never hear or see LeBron James' name listed when people are ranking the greatest teams of all time. Why? Because he's not the entire team. And there are times when he's had to carry the team. There have been times when you probably felt like he was the only person on the team. But no matter how often he did that, Allen Iverson had to do it. There are players who are like, man, like this guy seems to be doing everything. So even though these guys have carried the team and they've been like, you know, it felt like they had to do it by themselves, they are still – LeBron James, but he is still LeBron James. He is not the Cleveland Cavaliers. He is not the Miami Heat. He is not the Los Angeles Lakers. So that was that was the that was one of the 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 the, the examples that I that that came to mind today. So I just want to remind everybody. Listen, I get it. My mom was a single mom, and I I talked to my dad more as a grown man than I did when I was a child. I, I hardly ever saw my dad growing up. I hardly ever talked to him. Um, you know, he, he just wasn't around like that. Um, so my mom was left to do a whole lot by herself. So I get it. However, mothers should be celebrated on Mother's Day. 
and fathers should be celebrated on Father's Day because just because you know one man or maybe even a couple who are not doing what they're supposed to do, I'm sure you know some men who are really holding it down. And there are some single fathers out there too. Just saying. Tammy, over to you. I definitely agree. I think we've talked about that and said that and I and I can remember as you talk about that, I can remember a time where that was me and I um I cherished and I looked for um, you know, the the happy fathers they quote. Uh, but it came a time in my life that I realized that no matter what I did, said, tried, it was not going to be the same as it would be for a man. When I just realized, as a matter of fact, it's funny, I was just sharing with my dad on Father's Day. Um, we were having a conversation, and I was sharing some things with him about my and Brandon's relationship, um, how I think it's just evolved in a, in a, in another way and kind of an adult way where I have basically, I was telling him that I have backed off and I've, I've, um, I have so graciously and, and, and all that just let him go and, and that letting go of him brought him, brought us closer seemingly. And, and I say that, thinking I don't know how we could be closer because he's one of my best best friends, really. But um, in saying that, I realized, it came a time in life where I realized, and I was telling my dad, that you can say something to Brandon, just be, and you're a man, and he will receive it, like, so differently and, and would likely um, more quickly than he would me because there's just something about a man. Um, and I know some women don't want to hear that because we, we, we have those children, we carry them. And I think sometimes we feel entitled to both days. I really wish that we could do away with some of these days that we, um, seem to honor once a year or when they tell us to, I really wish you could just, if we got to have it, let's just have parents day so that, you know, you're not trying to, I don't know. I, I just wish sometimes I just think it makes things it makes life more difficult um, yeah. and financially, emotionally and all of that, because you think about there's people who don't have fathers who were absolutely wonderful fathers, but they're just no longer here with us. And so I wish we would kind of do away with some of the days. And I know for me right now, I've even gotten to the point where, um, and, and I, I would try to, call everybody like you you would almost miss the day miss enjoying the 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 day because you're trying to go down the the list mm-hmm. um, and sometimes that list is created we we do it because we think that's the thing to do and that's what we should do um and then yes. if somebody doesn't get the call then, then they feel some kind of way and it's just it's just too much. But I agree with you that if the, if we are going to honor these days, then let's just keep it real. If it's Father's Day, Happy Father's Day. I'm not a father. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not. And so, um, and if it's Mother's Day, let it be mother. Let it be Happy Mother's Day. And in doing that, mm-hmm. you know, I think we should have see every day as that. 
you know, like everybody, yeah. you know. So I think putting those titles to it, and I think it's an ego thing. I think it's a look at me thing. I really do because I don't need, and at this point, I've gone forward. I don't need, I don't need the kudos on Mother's Day. Like I'll tell Brandon, don't give me anything. You want to call and say Happy Mother's Day? That's fine and dandy. But if you don't, you tell me thank you all during the year. You tell me you love me all during the year. So yeah. when 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 you get to that point, it becomes the day is just another day. That that's really how I feel. Yeah. You have people trying stressed about you know I gotta buy this, I gotta do this, we gotta go here. In most cases, people don't even want anything, don't want to do anything. It's just we get into routine and we just get stuck there, and we miss the, yeah. the essence of the relationship. I was listening to something before we get into our title, and it it still has just been lingering with, with me all day. Um, I was listening to a motivational speaker, and I think it was Wayne Dyer at the time, and he said uh, that he told somebody it's not – the word water does not get you wet. So if I say water, you don't – Rodney doesn't get wet. Nobody's listening that I say water. water does, the word water doesn't make the water itself does the, the, the wedding, if that makes sense. And you may have to let that simmer a minute, but we get so caught up in dates and words and things and times and we take them on and we forget I'm so glad that you said it is that, not <laughs> we, we forget that the word, we define things and then we, in that defining we have different boxes for each little thing. And I think the best way to say this is I remember thinking um or maybe perfect time to say this, you know, someone had told me you're a good black mom. And I'm like, why can't I just be a good mom? Why, why, why has it got to be I'm a good black mom? Pretty soon you're mm-hmm. going to have, oh, black people with blue eyes in this box, black people with brown eyes and gray hair in this box, and white people with long blonde hair in this box and t- short and tall and all of that. And I just think we keep chasing, we're just running a rat race. We're running a spiritual an emotional rat race, even down to what we're talking about tonight, spending too much time, is spending too much time together um, bad for a relationship? And this came up because I got into a conversation a couple of weeks back right now, because I think I mentioned it to you maybe even about a month or, month or so ago. And it's really kind of, I've been kind of looking, talking, thinking, reading about it, and what's funny is, I think, Rodney, I heard you say this recently, or somebody, um, people want, people want to be, they want a husband, but they don't want to be married, and I'm just speaking for women, I could say the same thing, you want a wife, but they don't want to be married, but in most cases, you find the woman wanting the, the, the marriage, the bells and whistles and all of that, in most cases, I think we could safely say that, you know, men would be okay for the most part, some women as well, but for the most part, women, men would be okay with going to the courthouse and whatever, whatever. But um, we get so caught up in the ceremony and we spend so much money, some, so much money on days that we forget to plan for the days after. We don't get emotionally mm-hmm. equipped 
financially equipped. And so that being said, we go into these relationships. Like if you're going to do life with someone, um, I get it about the time. Um, I think everything should be in balance. But if you're becoming one, um, I think time should not be an issue as long as people are able to maintain their identity and not become um, codependent on on this relationship and this love and 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 can't move or can't do or can't think outside of it or or if it's because of insecure you know someone being insecure and that kind of thing. Other than that, like I see couples that have been together for. 50 plus years, and because I'll ask if I see a couple, elderly couple holding hands walking into a store, I did it this week, and it's just Tuesday. Like, how long have y'all been married? Because they just look like two peas in a pot, and they look as happy as can be. And so, I, I think it's not the time, it's what you do with the time that you do have together and not together. And so, that's where I kind of want to start it out, and Rodney, that. We get so, we're so gung-ho going into a relationship, and we want all the time. Like, I want, we, we, we want to be together all the time. We want to go here together. We want to do this together. And I get it. I, I, I get that. But we really need to look at ourselves because oftentimes when we get what we want, instead of going forward, we step back because it's like, oh, now I've conquered. I've got. Now let me go to the next rat race rather than nurturing and spending time on those relationships, whether it's a, a, a you know, love relationship or not, any kind, you know, building those, building healthy relationships and learning to maintain them requires that you spend some time together so that you know each other and you, be, you begin to um, become one in a sense. But so many people have, just unfulfilled relationships and they just are doing time together just because they don't want to move their trash can. I'll say, I'll leave it there. (laughs) (laughs) I'll just leave it there. You back over to you. Oh, wow. Uh, (laughs) Tim, I think you, I think you said some, uh, some, some very um, critical things and, and, um, I'll I'll pick up where you left off with you know the excitement and I and, and I see it in the show description with the excitement with the 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 newness of a relationship and I think you know I think it's it's just like anything else that is new um, when we get a new car we we. Um, look at the car differently day one versus day 180 or versus, you know, three years later. Um, we look at um, a new pair of shoes or a new outfit diff- the first time, you know, that we wear it or even before we wear it than we do after we've worn it eight or nine times. Um, so when things are new, then you know, we, we, we are all excited. Um, we can't stop looking at it. Um, we want to, um, you know, go get your hair done, whether it's a guy getting his hair cut or a woman, you know, just coming from the beauty salon, you know, we 
are constantly looking in the mirror, you know, constantly touching our 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 head or or our hair and you know um doing different things and you know because we're we're excited it it's something that is that is that is new it's something that is fresh um you know we have a a new car we like to get it washed at once a week um we you know we make sure we 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 make sure that we keep it clean you know don't eat in my car and you know don't touch that and um, you know, and then six months later, they're fries, you know, on the back seat, you know. Um, so whenever things are new, um, that's typically the um, the response um, that we give. But as time goes on, you find out um, where the stability lies. You find out um what foundation was was set um and you find out a lot about the person um somebody who's into cars is going to always take care of their car i know um you know people who have um you know mobile detailing businesses and i mean they can't wash their car enough because that's what they enjoy doing. Um, you know, you find people who are into fashion, you know, they, they like to put together different outfits or, ooh, I haven't worn this in a long time. I mean, you know, so you, you find out, you know, what's really there. And I think when it comes to, when it comes to people, um, it's kind of the same thing you you find out you know down the line down the road what you really have what's going to happen when you are separated from that individual what's going to happen when that individual is not around um so you know even when that excitement isn't you know even when it's it's not that new excitement what is the excitement now? And I think that's why relationships do fail is because, you know, we expect that same new excitement to be there. It's it, it's not. Now you need one-year excitement. You need, you know, that um, that I had a tough day. You know, I need to be able to fall back and lean on my relationship. You need to have that just because, you know, and no other reason, but just because I love you, you know, I want to be with you. Um, you know, so I think relationships face a lot of challenges. And if all yours has is emotions, then it's not going to be able to stand. It's not going to be able to last, you know, once that, once that, you know, once you come down out of that cloud and, you know, what else do you have? You know, if all you had was I was excited, well, you're not going to always be excited. And it doesn't mean that you're not excited about the person or the relationship. It's just every day you're just not going to walk around like, gee, gee, gee. like it's like it's not going to be that every day. So what happens then? What happens when, you know, when you say I do, now what? 
you know, what is the rest of your life going to be? Because, you know, to death do us part is a very long time for the most part. Right, can I answer that question for you? You, I love that question. Yes, ma'am. What happens when you you say, I do? What came to my (laughs) mind is they're like, I do what? (laughs) Like, like, what do you mean I do? I do what? I do because I do. I do because I do not. <laughs> exactly, um, I do not know what to do. Right. Uh, I said I do because I, I do not know what else to say. Um, but <laughs> but another thing I want to bring up too, Tammy. I want to talk about before I toss it back to you is that you know the. The marriage part is we make it very complicated. We make marriage very complicated, I think, because we do exactly what you said. We put a whole lot into the one day of the wedding, and we don't invest enough into the future. And I remember... You know, even when Tamari and I were, you know, planning our wedding and talking about our wedding, and you know, I told Tamari that it was it was up to her because for me, I was fine with the justice of the peace. I was fine with having a preacher and a witness, and and her and I, like I didn't, and, and having a big old cookout afterwards. Like I was totally fine with whatever we did. Like it, it did not matter to me. Um. And and so, you know, and I also told her that, you know, like my thoughts were after the wedding, you know, where are we going to live? You know, I'm thinking about these things. Where are we going to live? How are we going to survive? You know, how are we going to get along? How are we going to cope? Because we, we didn't live together before we got married. Like, you know, these are the thoughts that are running in, through my mind. Like, you know, how is life going to be after this day? Because this day will be fun. It will be exciting. It will be, you know, filled with pictures and, you know, um, and it's and it's easy to get along in front of people. You know, you can you can fake getting along or being happy for a few hours. And we see that all the time in marriages where people have these these grand old weddings, and then after the fact, it's like when they get back home and it's just the two of them, they can't stand each other. They don't want to talk to each other. They don't want to eat dinner together. They don't, like, they, they, they share nothing. And so I think, you know, even before we just talk about, you know, it's too much time together, bad for your relationship, I want to ask, do you want to spend any time with the person that you're in relationship with? Because in in a lot of cases, Tammy, I wonder if people do. After that initial Mm -hmm. stage, after I just met you and you know, you gave me your phone number and we texted all night or we talked on the phone all night and, you know, we went on a couple dates and all of that. You know, after all of that stuff, do you want to spend time with the person? And if you do, 
How much time do you want to spend with them? And when you're with them, how is that time spent? Is that time spent where y'all at dinner and both of y'all on y'all phones? Because to me, that's not spending time together. So you're around each other, but you're not spending time together because you're spending time with, you know, your emails or your social media or texting whoever, and they're doing the same. You know, when y'all are spending time together, are y'all laughing? Are y'all just having general conversations? Are y'all fussing and arguing and fighting most of the time? How is that time spent? And I think that will also, and, and, and when you're spending time together, how much time do you spend together, just the two of you, and how much time do you say, oh, we spend a lot of time together, and 80% of the time that y'all together, it's with other people. Because you can't base your relationship on that, on that either, on how well you do when other people are around. So I think that there are a lot of factors that go into it, and then from there you can decide whether or not spending too much time is bad for your relationship. Back over to you, Tammy. Hey, Rodney, I'm going to go back to what you, I think what you kind of started out with about the car and and that kind of thing and how um, I think it's so important to reflect with yourself about how do I treat um things and people that are new in my life how do I do how, what do I do um, to or with or what do I how do I talk to the people who are there the most for me that, or that mm-hmm. I'm most comfortable with because I think if we did that we would realize that we oftentimes we treat people better um, we treat those who we don't know better than those who we know so well or we care about so well. We kind of take 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 them um, take them for granted. Um, and so we think that. about and I'm, I'm going to say for us ladies. Um, and I I've seen this sometime in, in myself how when you meet someone um, and this is the, the dating world when you meet someone. Boy, you make sure that your hair is done and your nails are done and you smell good and all that stuff and you know the you don't put on the baggy and the saggy uh, sweats. You know, initially you're trying to put that first impression and it goes on. You know, like I thought you think we've talked about this. You eat wherever. You know, okay, what do you want? Eat oh, whatever you want. You want to go see my mom? Sure. <laughs> and then. And then after it gets a little <laughs> little old and stale and you know each other, uh, you go from doing, oh, I could name some things, like nothing really matters anymore. Um, and so be mindful of how we treat uh, those people who we say we're doing life with or they mean something to us. And that, that regardless if it's a a sister, brother, a friend, whatever, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, a husband, wife, I know when I used to tell Brandon and others too, like, I think date people should, when they start dating, they should go to like Taco Bell or to the park with a bag lunch or something like that. Um, rather than everybody you meet, we got to go eat steak. No, you get steak when you become steak 
when you become the state, <laughs> that kind of thing. Like, <laughs> that's when you get all this. When you become the wifey or the husband, like, oh, before that, we go in the Taco Bell and we go eat a steak burger, not a steak. <laughs> so, and, and I'm... <laughs> I'm so serious, and maybe I feel that way because I have my son, but at the same time, I remember when Brandon was, was had his first girlfriend, I, I did teach him, I'm like, um, she doesn't, I did say, she doesn't pay, you you pay, and so I'm, I'm thankful for that, I, I, I probably created a monster in that way, but, um, and you pick her up, and you open the door, and, and that kind of thing um, as well, so it's just, it, it really, it really comes down to us. And finally, you said something. How well do we do when we're out, you know, with people and things like that? I think even a better question is how well and what do we do when we're we're by ourselves? What do we do? Can are we able to be alone um, and still function? Um, and then, like you said, if we are with someone and trying to build a relationship, then Time is needed. Like, time is mandatory. It's necessary. Again, to the degree where people are not dependent upon each other in the sense of because it comes from an unhealthy place like insecurity or control or things like that. But there are certain things that that are required in a relationship that goes along with the respect and all of that. I want to read something here. Uh, that made me think about just the relationships altogether, even with ourselves. It says, great trouble comes from not knowing what is enough. So great trouble comes from not knowing what is enough. Great conflict arises from wanting too much. When we know, when we know when enough is enough, there will always be enough. And I think that is, speaks volumes for many things in our lives because we, we get this, the new car, then we see something else we wish we had gotten this color or that car. Um, we get a house. Oh, I wish I had gotten this with the house or I want this now. Um, new, new whatever. We, we are never really satisfied in the moment and there's never really enough and I think that applies to relationships as well. We start thinking, well, maybe I should have gotten this, this, this guy, this girl. Well, I like tall guys. I, I don't want a short guy now. I want a guy with six figures, although I'm making two figures, that kind of thing. I want a guy with no children, but I got three, <laughs> that kind of thing. And, and so it's just yeah. like we don't know ourselves enough. And then when the marriage, the day is over, and the marriage or the relationship begins, or I'll say the dating or the date, meaning the marriage date, when all that is over and now it's time to get real, we sometimes don't know the person because we were so superficial in the beginning. Um, and now real is showing up. You know, the, it, it's raining. It's raining outside and we don't have an umbrella. Don't know what one is. Don't know who, what, what size we need because we don't know the person in front of us. And we, do not, we don't want to invest that time because investing that time means you're going to have to not just get to know your, your, your partner or your whomever, you got to get to know yourself. And I think a lot of people mm-hmm. just, they don't know themselves enough to even um, embrace the time that's needed to build a relationship. 
I had a session this morning, uh, a life language session, and it was just really, um, it was it was a blessing because I, I I got someone who said to me, you know what? I realized that I just need to grow up, and it was a man. Like I just need to grow up. Just seeing seeing oh, myself, wow. I, I just I thought, wow, how awesome it is because usually. People are blaming someone else. They're blaming this thing, this person. And he just said, I just need to grow up. And it amounts to just growing up, knowing what is enough for you. And being okay with that. Like being okay with a decision that you make. I I think Priscilla Shira, I think I remember her, a sermon that she was saying how we we can't wait to get out of high school and go to college and we get to college. We can't wait to get out of college and get married. Then we get married. We can't wait, can't wait to have a baby and get a house. And then we get a house. We want a bigger house. We want to move to the suburbs. Or da, 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 da. Got a car, but I want a bigger car. We get this picture. Oh, but it, I want another picture. You know, you go in Kirkland. You got a $100 picture on the wall that's beautiful. You have people changing out all the time. That that affects us in, in many ways other than the picture, the car, the house. It affects the relationship. It affects your relationship with yourself. So when mm-hmm. is enough enough? And the only way you know when enough is enough, when you've gotten to a place that you are enough, that you can spend time with yourself and be okay. That's when you are okay with spending sharing your time with someone and sharing. I do mean sharing, not thinking that the guy or the girl has to, has to be the one that always is compromising and changing, but being okay with meeting in the middle most of the time, if not all of the time. And Rodney, before I turn it back over to you, I don't know if you remember, I don't know what show we was talking about, but I, I had shared that, um, and I don't know how true this is, but uh, an elderly couple was asked, how did you guys last so long? How did you stay married so long? And the answer was, by the wife, we never allowed each other to fall out of love with each other at the same time. I think that's powerful. That's another thing with the relationships. We, we think that um, because we chose each other that it it's going to always be Blissful, you know, you're not going to say anything that, you know, ticks me off, or I'm not going to say anything, and that's just impossible. And it's really amazing how people think that, even in in work relationships, I was I was having a conversation like, it's crazy to think that you're going to work spend forty plus hours a week with people and think that you will not have conflict. Like, really, is that is that not crazy? And then how we handle it. So, you know, we have had Brandon, but you think that he doesn't do some things that make me think, did I really have you? Like, really? Did I, whose child are you? But he probably looks at me sometimes and say, whose mama are you? <laughs> you know? <laughs> so it's just crazy what we, what we think and then don't think about what we think, where it comes from and how did we get here and, why do I feel this way and all that? So back over to you. 
Tammy, I think I think the spending enough time with yourself um, is is crucial. I think we we don't do that enough um, before we even try to spend time with someone. I think we need to, um, and I don't mean once we are already in a relationship. Before we get into a relationship. Before we try to spend time with anybody, we need to spend time with ourselves because in doing so, you are going to learn a lot about yourself. So you need to spend time just alone and see how you react to being alone. Um, Turn the TV off. uh, Turn the computer off. Put the phone down. You know, and just and just give yourself time to think. And not only that, when you are just by yourself and you can do anything that you want to do, see where your mind goes and see what it is that you find yourself saying, ooh, I want to do this or I want to go and do this, and, and those things that you actually do. Um, take the time to learn about yourself because when you do that, when you learn who you are, when you learn your your likes, your dislikes, when you learn more about your strengths, when you learn, you know, the areas in your life where you need to improve or the areas in your life where you know, um, you know, in order to have a healthy relationship with anyone, that there are some things that you're going to have to compromise or bend or be flexible. Um, And you also are going to need people around you who can, you know, um, you know, if you, if you have, if you're the type of person that you, you like to be sarcastic, you you know, you're going to need somebody who can, who can, who can deal with that, who can handle that. If you like to, you know, um, tell jokes all the time. You you need somebody who can handle that. If you're very playful, if you're very serious, um, but before you get to that stage, you got to first know, hey, I'm a very serious person all the time. A, I need to lighten up. B, I I need to be with somebody who can who can deal with somebody who's you know as serious as I am. Or, or who would be taken as being serious? Like I need somebody who, who, who is willing to get to know me, and understand that just because they don't see me smiling all day, does not mean that I am upset or that I am unhappy. The moment you start talking to me, you know, you notice that I'm just as happy as anybody else. Um, but again, you have to take the time by yourself and. You know, see what it is that you like to do. When you turn the TV on, what do you look for when you turn the TV on? You know, is it the news? Is it sports? Um, Is it Lifetime? You know, is it the movie channel? Is it Netflix? Um, When you turn the radio on, what music do you uh, navigate to? When you decide, hey, I want to be social right now, do you want to go to happy hour by yourself and just say, hey, whoever I meet sitting at the bar is who I'm going to, you know, engage in conversation with tonight? Even if it's not, you know, the opposite sex and y'all are, you know, somebody that you end up dating, it just people in general. 
or are you the type that, hey, I need somebody to go with me, and if, you know, my girlfriends or my homeboys can't go, can't go out, then I'm not going out because I don't like to go out by myself. You know, if you're by yourself and, hey, I want to see this movie, are you the type of person that if nobody wants to go see the movie, then you don't want to go see it? Or, you know, I don't want to go see it because I don't want to pay $15 to get into the movies. Or, hey, you know what? I want to go see this movie. I'm going to see this movie. Learn as much as you can while you can about yourself. Don't... um, don't pass up an opportunity to learn more about yourself because it will only help you in in every relationship. It'll help you with the relationships with your parents. It'll help you uh, with the relationship with your siblings. Um, and if you allow it to, sometimes it can restore or help you understand why a relationship um, failed or may be suffering. It could be you know, you may not have spoken to a friend in, in 10 years all because of a misunderstanding. Um, so allow yourself the opportunity to become better by spending time with yourself. And then once you do that, you know, see see how you are spending time with other people. Are you, um, you know, how are you when you're with your friends? Are you the same when you're around your family? Are you the same when you're around your spouse? Are you the same when you're around your children? You know, um, how are you, if you guys hear something in the background, one of Nadia's toys just started going off for no reason. But anyway, um, if you, you know, learn how you spend time with people, um, you know, and I think that, I think there's a lot of value in that so that when you do get to a point where you find somebody and you think that they are a match, you know enough about yourself to where you you know how you can be productive in this relationship. You know what you have to offer. You know what are you you know what your deal breakers are. You know those things that, you know, hey, you know what? This is something that I don't agree with, or this is something that's not me, but you know what? If this is the worst that they got, whatever. Or like the Bible says, love hides a multitude of faults. Like, you know, but you have to, you, you have to have that love in you, first of all, to hide the faults to begin with. So, you know, just think about those things and spend time with yourself before you try to spend time with somebody else. Tammy? Um, I also think that it's important to know what what we have to give, what we're willing to give, want to give. Us again, we get so caught up in the day, the 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 dating and not the marriage and the future. Like I, I, I really like. For instance, I'll, I'll see people who will spend five. Oh, I guess, and that's probably that. I'm thinking way back, so it's probably much more now. I was gonna say about five thousand dollars on weddings, and a month into it, sometimes even on the honeymoon, it's like, um, what, what happened? Like, not, not 
what do you want from me? I don't even know who you are, like that kind of thing. So there's no real way, in my opinion, to do life together and not take the time to pour into a relationship. And again, that's, that's all relationships. And I'm not talking about the fly by night kind of thing that, hey, you get with your girlfriend and you go to the mall every now and then, you have dinner, casual conversation, and move forward. But those deep-seated, uh, um, meaningful relationships, and I don't think we put enough emphasis on healthy meaningful relationships. Sometimes we just get stuck and stuck. Same thing, go back to the trash can. We get stuck on stuck and we think because the trash can has been here this long, all this time, why move it? And I think we apply and take that same thing into life and relationships. Mm. We get stuck in places and then we get we become bitter. Uh, life seems unfulfilling because, and that's with work. Because yeah. we don't know, you do have a relationship with your work. You have a relationship or an attachment to what you do and who you spend 40 hours a week with. How can we not? And that's why I think it's so yeah. important that we, it's so important to do what we love. And, and, and that's speaking to me too, but how often do we do it? I heard uh, Les Brown say, they paid me just enough so that I'd stay. And I did just enough so they wouldn't fire me until I got sick and tired of playing that game. So he said, they paid me just enough so I wouldn't leave, and I did just enough so they wouldn't fire me. That's not a meaningful, fulfilling relationship. And so we probably do that in our relationships. You know, I'm going to do just enough not to leave or for you to break up with me and vice versa. And that's not fulfilling. Yeah. And I just, time is a valuable thing that we cannot get time back. We cannot. And the conversation, one of the conversations that I had um, that kind of striked my interest in this topic, um, the person I was talking to had, had told someone else that you're going to, you're going to see what I mean when you no longer and spend time. And I and I thought, wow, that's deep. Like you complain about too much time because it actually came from from a session and uh, instead that basically she complains about the time that I want and need, but when I'm gone, I think she will see and appreciate. And how often do we do that? We wait until... Um, we get in that nature of, again, like that hunting nature. It's not new anymore. We take people for granted, and we just think that it's always going to be there for us until it's not. Because how often, how often, Rodney, um, does a relationship end, and someone has been saying all along that they don't want it, but as soon as it ends, mm-hmm. they want it. Yeah. So. Or don't a want job, you, but don't you know, want you might not want a job. <laughs> right, right. And you may not want a job, but if they fire you, oh, you got, you you like, what? <laughs> you know, and, and even thinking about, I see how people, you you can try to go, y'all notice this next time you're driving, you can try to go around people like, we're so egotistic and caught up in our in our own hell until you can be moving around, along, taking your time, 
And as soon as someone goes around you, you're so egotistic and caught up in yourself that you get mad because somebody you don't know chose to go around you because you're creeping. Or maybe you're not. Like, we're so caught up in just drama and stuff until you will really get mad because someone decided you're going too slow. How crazy is that? And we we know we do it. So for those of you listening, you come on with it because I know I've, I've found myself doing it. Like, no, you ain't going to go around me. Really? you got to keep it real with yourself. you got to. <laughs> Rodney, have you ever did that? Come on now. Oh, absolutely. Listen, listen. I, 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 when I drive, I don't like anybody driving in front of me. So, when, so if there's open road in front of me, man, don't, don't, don't put on your turn signal and get in front of me. Like, stay over there. Let me stay over here. Let me drive. I don't care if I don't care how fast or slow I'm going. I don't want you in front of me. <laughs> but but I, I, I think you're right, Sammy. I I think you're right, and I think that people, um, I think a lot of times we fool ourselves. We think that we're fooling other people, but we fool ourselves. And and um, I, I've seen situations where. You know, um, people have won. In fact, I've been in been in some situations myself where people want to get out of the relationship, and the moment it happens, you know, it's not even that. Ooh, I want this relationship anymore. Or the moment, you know, they get one little thing, they act like it's the worst thing in the world, and say, like, "Wait a minute, you you want to get out of this relationship over this because you." You just want to get out, period. And and now that you can get out and not, you know, take the blame uh, or take all the blame, now you're okay with, okay, now I got something on you. It's it's as simple as, um, you know, you didn't respond to my text, but I'm going to take that and make it and turn it into, you know, you didn't care about me, you know, you didn't care enough to, to text me or whatever. Um, so I have seen situations like that too, where people find the smallest things that they can pin on the other person as their exit route because they just don't want to be in a relationship anymore. But instead of just saying, "Hey, this is not working for me," no, let me let me find something so that way I can feel better about getting out of the situation. And you know, I. I think when it when it comes to relationships, Sammy, I think the reason why we see so many breakups and so many divorces is because people get married and they get into relationships for all the wrong reasons. People don't get into relationships to stay in in the relationship. You know, when you get into a relationship, it should not be to get out of it. You should be you should if if you're willing if you're willing to spend money on somebody, if you're willing to give up your time, if you're willing to um, invest your feelings, your emotions, you're willing to go and be around somebody else's family on Christmas, on Thanksgiving, 
you know, things that you've done with your family for years and you're willing to give up that and go be with somebody else's family, why do all of that if you're not in it for the right reasons or if you're not in it for the long haul? You are wasting your time and you're wasting their time. And that's another thing. We get our friends and our families, you know, emotionally involved with people knowing that we don't have the best intentions sometimes. But we allow other people, and they're like, oh, my God, she's so nice. What happened to him? We like we liked the last guy. What, what happened to him? You know, and, oh, we, we, we broke up. Why y'all break up? Well, you know, <laughs> it just didn't work out. Or, you know, she was crazy. You know, we, we, we find all of these things because, you know, now we've got other people involved. And so, um, you know, I think that we have to start being honest with ourselves. And I think also with everything out there now, um, especially with, you know, the the easy access that we have, it is so easy for people to say, nah, I don't want to be in a relationship. I mean, it's, it's so easy now to just get out of one and jump into another because everybody's, it's not even, it's not even sacred or it's not even something of value anymore. It's something that people just say, oh, this is cool. I can date this person today. I can, we can break up next week. I'll get a new girlfriend, you know, the next, the next day. And it's, it's not something that people even consider, you know, meaningful anymore because we just don't value relationships. But if you look at people outside of relationships, you know, even outside of marriage, like, you know, you're just looking like, man, like people just don't value relationships anymore. Why? Because like I was saying earlier, people are supposed to be spending time together and they're on the phones. You know, people are supposed to be having dinner with their family and everybody's on their phone. I mean, even down to the children, and I don't mean children who are one and two years old who you're trying to, you know, keep occupied. I'm talking about 9, 10, 11, 12-year-olds who should be able to have conversations. You know, but 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 we don't we don't value relationships anymore. We don't value communication. We don't value spending time together. We don't val- I remember Tammy it used to be a big deal to us to go to the 99 cent movies. It was like 15 of us, you know, <laughs> you know, we would pile up in cars, you know, in station wagons and just go to the movies. You know, like that stuff was, was fun. You know, it, you know, I remember like, you know, getting with my, my buddies and, and everybody just meeting up at the basketball court and, you know, but we can't do that anymore. Like we have forgotten how to be with people and how to be around people. We don't know how to do it anymore. And I think it's unfortunate. But how do we get it back, Tammy? That's that's a question I have for you. How do we get it back? I think people don't value it's not just relationships, people don't value people. And people have not find don't find themselves valuable. Uh, Ronnie, it's just amazing to me um, 
where we are, where people are, we are emotionally and how we're always seeking something outside of us or someone outside of us to uh, validate what we're doing, who we are, where we are in life. And we're so caught up in that until we don't know how to just be, to just simply be um, kind of like when the, the title we did, when you can't tell the dance from the dancer, like mm-hmm. that doesn't exist. People don't know who they are for the time. Like it depends on where you are, who, you, who you're with. Um, your values are consistently changing. What you want is consistently changing and that kind of thing. It's a, it's another quote. Um, remember about having, do you have the patience to wait until your mud settles? And the water is clear. Like, can you remain unmoving until the right action arises arises by itself? And we don't we don't we don't know how to do that because number one, there there is we don't practice patience. Letting life because life is going to happen, and 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 getting into a relationship and thinking again that it's going to be perfect, that you're going to want to spend all your time with this person or you should or um, they want they should want to spend all their time with you and that kind of thing, that is unhealthy. That is. But maybe a better question is, would you be able to do that if relationship was what you chose with a person that you say you love, you want to do life with, then why is it an issue? Why is it an issue? Um, the time, why is time an issue? And maybe that would be what is needed, what people need to ask that question. Like, is this something I want? Because if, if, the, if the time is becoming a question, then what do you want from it? Like you said, Ronnie, do, do people get to the point, like, I don't even, what, what do I do? Like, what? Oh, now I got to be somebody's husband? I said I do, but what does that mean? Somebody's wife, mm-hmm. I said I do, but what does that mean? Like, you want the, the, the you, you want the husband or you want the, the wedding, maybe we should say that. You want that to be seen. You want the pretty white dress, the black tux, all the people, the food, the dancing, the aha. And then when the mud settles, going back to that quote, like, do you have the patience to wait until your mud settles? And then when it settles, what do you do? Do you look around and say, mm-hmm. how did I get here? Where am I? What lake am I in? Who is this? Um, and what are we doing? And that kind of thing. So um, there are some unhealthy, um, there, is some, there are some things about spending too much time together, of course, when they are coming from an unhealthy place and a controlling place. But again, I think if people are doing life together for a purpose, um, and not just for a moment, not 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 or for a lifetime, not a moment. And and time is um, is an issue with one person. Then then I would I would say there needs to be some rethinking here. What did you guys do, and why, and what are your plans for the future? Rodney, you brought up another good point about you know 
people go into it kind of like, oh, you know, temporary thing, and then families are are connected to these people. I had a conversation, ironically, with a man yesterday while I was out working, and he was he was saying how unfair it was that his, and I think it was his ex or they're going through it, does not want um, or did not want him to have a relationship with her family now that they are going through it and how unfair he thought that was. And it is. Like, you, you bring people into people's lives and then you just want it to cut off. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, I don't, we're not together, mm-hmm. so don't talk to him or her. Yeah. Now, and again, you guys, that goes back to selfishness and eat, being egotistic and all that. So um, it's kind of crazy. So, Tammy, I'm, I want to share a couple of uh, thoughts uh, that came in. Um, and one person says, I think as humans, we tend to look for the path of least resistance, but that is not what marriage or relationships are about. And I totally agree with that. I totally agree with that. Um, and the other person um, says, um, and I just learned a new word from, from me reading this next one, but it says, um, I crave my alone time and it makes uh, my marriage better. Uh, and it just says, you know, my, my, my spouse might have a different opinion though. And, and it has the two laughing emojis. Um, and then they go on to say that their spouse has a long commute. So they get time to decompress. Um, and this person, because, you know, they literally live within, you know, a number of feet from where they work, they don't get that same time to, you know, decompress. And so they said um, they think sometimes their spouse doesn't understand why they want to be alone rather than watching something on TV with them and their children. Um and they talked about how our jobs as as educators are extroverted. And this person, this is the word that I learned, ambivert. I never knew there was a word for it, but it's a, a balance of, of the two, you know, the extra, introvert and extrovert. Because um, I've always said that I'm a balance of the two, but I never knew there was an actual word for it. But uh, they said because they are an ambivert, they need time to themselves. Um, and, again, it makes them a better person. And and I and I totally agree with that because I think um, again it goes back to knowing yourself, and I think that we all, even when we are in relationships, you know, and 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 everybody's different, everybody's different, but I think for the most part, I think having some alone time or having some time away from your spouse um, is helpful or can be helpful because it gives you um, it gives you an opportunity to A, if you're completely by yourself to reflect and to maybe think about conversations or dealings that you've had with your spouse 
Um, it gives you an opportunity to re- reflect maybe about your job or your family. You know, it gives you, gives you, a, you know, just that time to do that. Or even if you're not by yourself and you're with other people, you know, it gives you a chance to interact with other people. And with interacting with other people, you're hearing different perspectives. You're hearing about different experiences. Um, And so now, you know, you're having different conversations. And so, you know, so the more people you talk to, and I'm not saying that you need, you know, to talk to everybody, but the more people you talk to, I feel like the more you have to talk about, you have you have more to compare, you have more to to, to think about, you have more to process, um, and so it may even give you and your spouse more to talk about, um, you know, and that time away from them also gives you an opportunity. And I've heard people say this, you know, and, and I've seen this myself, but it gives you an opportunity to miss the miss your your spouse. Um, and I just don't know if you if you get that if you are underneath them um or if you're together um one hundred percent of the time and this and and this doesn't mean that like um like it could be as simple as you know y'all work at two different jobs, so you know for eight to ten hours a day you're away from each other, but the rest of the time you are together weekends you are together um it could be as simple as that you know it could be as simple as every now and then. You know, they go out with their friends or every now and then you go out with your friends. But I think some time um, by yourself, some time um, with other people around other crowds can be very beneficial to um, your, um, to who you are as a person and even to your relationship. Tammy? I agree. I agree. And I just would like to, as we work to bring it to a close, you guys, um, and, and no, we didn't say, if you guys have questions or comments on, on this, please, please, please share. Because, uh, again, we don't we don't know it all, have it all. And, and uh, you might be able to, I'm pretty sure the person that kind of helps move this, bring this topic forefront is listening in. So you may have something that will register more so than it than what I said or Rodney said. So um it's really all about who we are, knowing who we are so that we know what we want. Um because some people are not that just doesn't like the love languages. You know, we all have different love languages, different wants and needs in life and in relationship, but if you don't know it, it doesn't matter who you get how much you like them, love them, how compatible you think you are, the the the, the water rises, um, you know, the surface is going to come up and you're going to have to deal with things um, then or later, or you're just going to have a life that's unfulfilled. Um, and there's, I think there's nothing worse than being in an unfulfilled relationship, and that's whatever kind it is, whether it's a work relationship, whether it's coworkers, whether it's your husband, your boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, children, there is nothing worse than being forced to be in a relationship that 
you're not happy in, but but also is nothing worse than having a relationship and not know that 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 you're not happy in because you don't know who you are or what you want and that it's never enough ever in anything. So it starts with you, it ends with you, um, it is about you more so than about the other person. Because even if it's a work relationship, we have options. You just you have options. Like like Les Brown said, you know, you paid me just enough to keep me there and I did just enough so they wouldn't fire me. Think about going doing that forty hours a week. And and many of us do it. I did it. I'm on the verge of thinking I'm doing it now. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, <laughs> life is forever changing. So I'm just keeping it real. Like I said, I've been that person. Somebody go around me is like, what? And speed up. You know, but uh, it had nothing to do with that person. It was about me, about how I feel and my ego and what I want and don't you dare and da 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 da. So just whatever relationships in, just keep it real and don't do, don't do. Um, gosh, I could tell you that from just, just, just don't do relationships that are not valued. Well, you're not valued in that you're not capable of valuing the person without trying to totally change who they are, what they want, or you having to change who you are and what you want. Um, and then knowing if you're capable of giving, even knowing what the needs of someone else is. In the life languages, we say, what do you need from me and how do you need it? But I also tell people, yes, it is about that, but what do you need and how do you need it? Because it's your responsibility making sure that person knows that. So what do you need from me? How do you need it? But also, what do I need? And how do I need it? Because if you don't know, the person can be giving it to you and you're so up and down, wishy-washy, and on the left field one day and the right field the next until they don't know what to do day to day. Because you don't know what you want day to day. So... Mm -hmm. um, Rodney, I don't think I have any announcements right now. Um, I don't think I do. So I'll turn it back over to you. All right. Well, I'm going to read uh, to Mary this. I didn't see the um, the quote or the definition at first. Um, I only saw the link. Um, but she sent us a link about, uh, and it says, how to keep happiness from fading. Uh, and it looks like it's from Psychology Today. But I want to read this part where it says, hedonic, hedonic, I don't know how to pronounce this word, don't judge me, but hedonic adaptation, um, it says the idea is that no matter how good something makes us feel, or for the record, how bad, most of the time we drift back to where we started, emotionally speaking. Um, and... I think that we do, um, you know, but I think that there are times that that we that we do keep going in, in in the in the other direction, and maybe that's why it says most of the time, because I do think that you know 
um, when we do drift away, um, you know, I have I have seen situations where, you know, people did, you know, for whatever reason, um, you know, in their marriage or in their relationship, and then, you know, months or years later, they found themselves like, you know, um, if they never got back to that that place they originally were, they at least learn to be okay and whatever caused them to drift away um it didn't even matter anymore and i think that's what probably why we see people you know get back together because you know they find that that place again um and i also want to say this in closing that we have to and i think you said this too Tammy, but we just have to be honest with ourselves because if you can't be honest with yourself, you can't be honest with anyone else. I mean, you, you can, and you can think that you're fooling people, but one thing that we are good at doing as people is reading other people. And we are good at pointing out the mess in other people um, and not so much ourselves. So when you think that you are fooling somebody, when you think that you are getting over it, you're really not because people can point out your mess uh, way faster they can point out their own. So, you know, if you're if you're trying to fool people, it's it's not going to work. But just be honest with yourself. Be honest with yourself, and you know, um, from a personal standpoint, whenever I visit, and it could be my family, um, I'm usually one of those people that. A few days is good enough for me. And when I say a few, I'm talking like three days max is good enough for me. And and, and not to say that I have not ever stayed anywhere longer than three days or I wouldn't because I have. And, and, and I will, I'm sure. Um, I did it a few years ago when we went on our cruise. Um, but I'm typically that person that, okay, uh, I'm ready to go now. <laughs> You know, as, you know, uh, but I know that about myself. So, you know, even when it comes to my family, when I go home, if I'm there longer than a day, they're like, okay, what's going on? Because normally you are like in and out. Like we literally don't see you, um, you know, more than, more than a day. Um, but I know that about myself. And it's not that I don't want to be around my family. It's not that I don't like them. It's just, one, that's just who I am. Like, I'm not somebody, um, you know, who likes to, you know, go places and stay for, like, weeks at a time. I know people do that. That's not me. Um, Instead of a week at the beach, uh, I I give you a weekend, and then it's like, okay, I'm ready to go back home now. I've seen the beach. I've gotten away. I've cleared my mind. I've had some fun in a different environment. Cool, I'm ready to go back home now. Um, but I don't knock the people who do. And even when Tamari and I, like, she laughs all the time because when we go to see my family, I'm always like, well, we don't have to stay long. Like, you know, I'm good. And then, you know, we always end up, end up staying longer than I want to in terms of hours. Um, you know, because people like to talk. They haven't seen you in a long time. I get it. But whenever we go visit her family, I'm always like, you know, stay as long as you like, <laughs> you know, because I don't want to tell Tamaria because I know Tamaria is closer to her family than I am. 
also know that like Tamaria is not in like a rush, you know, to leave. So that was that was something that I had to understand and something that I had to accept and that while I'm like, Pew, bye, Tamaria's not like that. So when we go and visit her family, I think it would be wrong of me to say, All right, like we're leaving at such and such time. No, we're with your family. You should be able to spend um, as much time with your family as you want to, um, you know, and not only that, because sometimes we do that, Tammy, we, we make those sacrifices or we compromise, but then we do it with a terrible attitude. That's not okay either. You might as well not even do it if your heart is not in the right place. So while we're there, I'm having hey, a good time just like she's hey. having a good time. Go ahead, Tammy. Hey, hey Rodney, when you, you have to piggyback on the heart thing. I just want to tell you guys, there is no peace anywhere without peace in your heart first. And only you can determine what brings that peace with the help of God, of course. But there is no peace, even in the world outside of you, what we see um, in your home, at your workplace. And, And I don't say that to say that you're never going to come against obstacles or conflict. But how do we do right? So there is no peace, any consistent peace anywhere without that peace first being in your heart. No relationship, mm-hmm. the best man will not work for you, the best woman, the best job. You will take that broken heart. The Bible says guard your heart. But you will take that broken heart and all that's stored in it right along with you to the next best place or the next worst place. And that's what it sums up to. Like we could we said a lot, but we could leave it right there with that heart thing because it it it's matters of the heart that gets us into circumstances and situations that make us react to to those circumstances and situations in the way in which we do. And sometimes go back to them and all that. So matters of the heart. Is there peace in your heart? Because if it's not, there's not going to be peace in your relationship. Back over to you. I'm gonna leave. I'm and I'm gonna leave it right there too, Tammy. Um, <laughs> uh, one of the teachers who is also on the line, um, Carrie Hester. Um, she is organizing a. Um, a couple of book clubs for the summer, so I'm excited to uh, participate in that um, with her. I'm looking forward to uh, reading the books um, and also having the uh, discussion. I think it's going to be good, um, and, and it's really a continuation of the cover of the show that we had last week, Tammy. Um, we had a very good discussion. Um, our principal led a very good discussion with the staff last week as well. Um, so just keeping uh, that momentum and those conversations um, going throughout the summer. So uh, that's that's about the only announcement I think I have. I don't have much going on these days <laughs> other than just, you know, uh, the start of school next year, um, which I think we just kind of found out what we're doing for next year. So uh, I'll be planning um, that over the summer, I'm sure. Um, and doing the book club uh, with Carrie, and uh, I'm also going to be doing uh, some some shows specifically for our staff on a different day. I just don't um, know exactly when yet, 
but looking forward to that. Um, I think those are going to be exciting. I'm, I'm steady learning about uh, new people reading my book, Tired of Being Black. Um, so I'm excited about that. Um, and I hope anyone who reads it, um, you know, is not afraid to talk to me about it and share their feedback because I would love to hear it. But um, I have heard, um, you know, some people um, are reading the book. So I'm I'm really grateful for that. Um, and next week, um, I know it's next weekend, uh, a weekend after next, however people say it, is 4th of July. Uh, but as of right now, I believe we are planning a show next week. Uh, so until then, we hope that you guys have a great week and a blessed night and stay safe. Good night, everybody. Oh,